Hello everybody, welcome back to the Off The Woodwork podcast. I think this is episode 18 now? I think 18. I honestly don't know anymore. Yeah, oh, time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> that right, lads? Um, obviously, of course, we're going to look through the latest round of the Premier League. Um, I'd say in general, the last week's been quite quiet compared to most weeks, but it's, but that's an understatement because it's still been pretty... Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty no team heavy. scoring seven goals this week. Yeah, but there's still a lot of controversy. We had a first no-no. We did have yeah, a yeah, first no-no this week. And of course, it that's had to debate. be Burnley. Had to be Burnley. Yeah, I, I, I said, yeah, I said this to my I was like, if anybody was going to get the first nil-nil, it was going to be Burnley. Burnley versus West Brom. I mean, ooh. I know, <laughs> £15 pound for that, I'm sorry for you. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Also, that happened um, over the last couple of weeks. Oh yeah, gosh. we had the international break. We've now got pay per view games at fifteen quid. Um, which I give it a month and a half before they stop yeah. doing that. Well, I, I'm assuming they're not going to get much money out of it because I mean, it's, it's it's as easy to just illegally stream the game nowadays. I just also think it's ridiculous. You know, like there's no need for it. I mean, no, they no might way. argue, oh, we've never intended to show this many games, but it's like, look, we're in the middle of a pandemic. You really think people are going to be able to afford it now, paying £15 weekly maybe to watch their team, on top mm. of paying for Sky Sports or BT? Yeah, and no, BT. No, it, there's, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of money-making schemes going around at the moment. Uh, don't, I mean, there's also the old um, rumours about Liverpool and Man United representatives trying to make in, uh, go into a European Super League kind of thing. Yeah, but they've been talking about that for a while. I don't think that'd be like a like you removed yourself from the Premier League. I think that'd be like a once in every four years tournament. Yeah, I mean, I, I to be honest, I haven't looked really uh, into it as much. I didn't know if if that meant that the Champions League <laughs> would become would become sort of. I don't know what really um, mm. entails. I know a few teams from different leagues. I mean, I'd love to see the idea of a Super League, but I wouldn't want it every year because mm. it just I'd, like. I don't know, because you could be like the third best team in your league. Let's say, let's say like a a Chelsea or Dortmund or a Inter Milan or something, and you mm. could still be one of the worst teams in that league. Mm. Yeah, it's true. It, it, it's yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. it just it, it just seems like another kind of. Well, I mean, obviously, it's a money kind of grabbing scheme, but we'll see anyway. Uh, we've got other things we need to talk about as well. Uh, we're going to look into some of the games from the Premier League last week. We're going to look at the lovely uh, Tottenham versus West Ham game. And we're also going to look at the Liverpool game as well, which I'm sure Anthony has a lot to speak about. <sighs> Only just calm down, Matt. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, but I'll tell you what, on that, co- uh, on that note, we're going to go into more detail about um, some of the controversy which has um, come up on the last weekend but let's start with the Tottenham game how did we feel about it <laughs> it's happened twice now just, where Tottenham have looked good at the start but just have completely collapsed in like, the last 10 minutes yeah just they did it against Newcastle now they've done it against West Ham in their defence the Newcastle one was a bit controversial but yeah. this yeah, one that's true. I would like to say that I think we might have our goal of the season winner already Lanzini's like last second goal. Oh, oh it's mental, wasn't it? Incredible. <laughs> the thing is, I was watching it on a dodgy stream, but I saw it was three two, and then um, obviously Lanzini scored. But I, I, I knew I'd seen they'd scored before I'd seen it because I, I, my mates were all going mental. On the do you on mean the, do you mean you saw it on a delayed Sky stream because we don't condone that kind of streaming, Matt? 
uh, yes, we do when you have to pay 15 quid, mate. <laughs> um, These are the fuse of Matthew Perry and do not reflect the fuse of the rest of the members of this podcast. Yeah, no. Well, I completely I, agree on that. Like, I mean, screw them for charging you 15 quid. Thank you. Thank Illegal you, streams, me. guys. Fuck the system. <laughs> Rise up. At, at, there you go, people. At, at does not use illegal streams. Fair play to him. Never said that. Um, so, anyway. <laughs> oh, wow. Coming from you two. Coming from you two. Coming uh, from you two. I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. <laughs> uh, because we're in South London, you just assume, do you? We're not going to get into politics, Matt. Yeah. But there's other reasons. Well, another, though, absolutely miserable day down, down here in South, South London, isn't it, Stephen? Absolutely miserable day. I thought it was like oh, yeah. in Liverpool. That's actually quite nice. Yeah. It's quite. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been out there in a couple of days. I might go on a walk <laughs> today just to get out. Yeah, fair play. Um, anyway, back to the uh, Tottenham game. So obviously, three 0 up. Last ten minutes, Gav Bale comes on. Big, big, uh, big return for him. West Ham nearly had a score. chance to. He nearly had the chance to like finish the game off. Well, he had a perfect chance to finish the game off, and he absolutely like. I don't know. I think I thought it was harder to miss it than score it, weren't it? Mm. He did, the run was brilliant, and then the finish was just. Oh, it was a great run! Yeah, I feel mm. like if that was Son, he would have he would have definitely scored. Yeah, um, um, I think with Tottenham, it's the same thing we've seen in the past. Right now, with them, they they need a better defense. Yeah, like, yeah I don't think talking it... about how Davinson De- 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 Sanchez is a decent centre back, but I think this game has sort of made me realise he's not that good. <laughs> like he he had a not. Not a very good game at all, in my But opinion. I think the problem is when you look at their other set of back options, they really don't have much. Aldevera's yeah, getting up there fair. in years. You know, he used to be amazing, but now, I don't know, he's not quite at the same level. Um, I mean, I'm surprised it took you so long to realise Sanchez weren't that great. I think I'm like, I was too bowled over by his FIFA stats of like, oh yeah, he's a beast on FIFA and not really I looking at him. I think he's okay. I think Sanchez yeah. is okay. He's not bad, I, but he's just not I, good enough for like a top, top team. I don't think those two, Odevier and Sanchez, is good enough uh, to be like a Champions League pairing no. anymore. Um, I think Doherty is not an awful, is a good right back, even though he's quite short term. And I think Regulon is a good left back. So I think their fullbacks have sorted now. They just need to sort out the centre back position. Yeah, yeah, I think that's definitely where Mourinho needs to improve next, especially yeah. if he wants to take it some further. Yeah. They'll they're, get a nice attacking team wise. Attacking-wise, they're solid. Son, Bale, yeah, they're solid. Kane. Plus, yeah. they got Bergwijn. Plus, they got it's great. Lucas Moore. Yeah. I mean, it's great. I mean, Mourinho will get a really nice squad together. Then he'll end up falling out with half of them after he chats crap about them to the press. And then um, he'll probably get fired in about a year. Um, <laughs> but also, let's, let's quickly talk about the um, the other team in that game, West well, that's Ham. that's what I was about to move on to, yeah. Um, so, West Ham have obviously beaten Wolves. They've beaten Leicester. And now they've come from 3-0 down against Tottenham to draw 3 all. Three games, which really they shouldn't have got, maybe not even one point out of. Um, they've, they've got ended up getting seven from nine. Yeah, they've impressed in that respect, haven't they? Bit of a slow start I, to the season. If they continue to play at this rate, we probably all will be off before they end up. You predicted them what nineteenth, Matt? Eighteenth? I think. So. I think so. Yeah. I think I predicted them around sixteenth. Thirteenth yeah, place. Do feel like they put a Villa at eighteenth? Very so. solid. And the, I'm having say, a very mixed time there right now. I was going to say, yeah. Villa and West Ham are two teams that we thought would be, if we think they might survive relegation, they'd be fighting to survive it. And both teams have been very good since the season started. 
Oh, it's pretty mental. Of course, Villa beat Leicester again on the weekend to continue their undefeated. The last minute goal as well. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, Stephen, for somebody who hates Villa, um, it's, it must be very hard for you to see. You know what? I'm 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 softening up a bit on Villa now. I think my <laughs> so my grievances with them is suddenly. No, no, no. Yeah. I think, my, as I said, my grievances in the past have been in the, while they're in the championship. The whole strategy was just to buy everyone and hope someone played well. Whereas now I think they're starting to be more smart with their transfers and they're, mm-hmm. I think they're becoming a better run club now. So you hear it, you heard it here first, folks. I'm softening up on Villa a bit now. There you go. And also, yeah. of course, Ross, Ross, the boss, Ross the boss scored the goal for Villa on the weekend as well. Um, <laughs> again, it, I said at the time, it was just a weird one for me for Chelsea to get rid of him. And I hope he does work at Villa and he's started off pretty well, to be fair. If anything, it's going to boost up his transfer value and hopefully you can sell him on for a bit of money. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of a win-win for Chelsea. Either he comes back and he starts playing again, it'll be good, or we can just sell him on for more. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no complaints on that one. Um, it's interesting. At the moment, the teams that... Um, you'd argue are the teams that are going to be fighting for the top six, maybe seven places, the likes of Chelsea, the likes of Arsenal, Leicester, Wolves... Tottenham, it's been a fairly steady start for everybody in that respect, hasn't it? The start of the season so far. There's what do you mean no steady? They're winning games, they're drawing games, some of them are losing games. There's nobody who really stands out in that crowd. Yeah, but the thing is, Chelsea should be doing better than they are. Same with mm-hmm. City. Um, I'd argue Liverpool as well, mainly because of the fact they've won three, drawn one, lost one. Which, once again, is still good for any, for majority teams. That's a brilliant start. But for the bar they've set, they've slipped up a bit. Um, I think I think teams like United, Manchester United have looked really bad since the start of the season. So yeah. I think I think this this season will be the most surprising Premier League season we'll see in a while because of the lack yeah. of fans and yeah, with COVID. I think our tables based on if it was a regular season would be quite accurate. Not every place, but like the top four, top six would have been quite accurate. Mm. But now, due to the lack of fans, due to the kind of compacted schedule, due to coronavirus, I and the lack of preseason, I do think now this, if Everton want to try and aim for top four right now, they've got more chance this season than they would have had any other yeah, year. Yeah, this, this is the season to do it, by the looks of it. Um, moving on to that, obviously there was a kind of top-of-the-table clash, I suppose. Uh, Man City versus Arsenal. Stephen, what did you make of that game? Um, if we compare it to the last time Man City played Arsenal, I mean, how far have Arsenal have come from that match is astounding. Um, mm. To be honest, I actually think Arsenal deserved at least a point in that match, if not three. I thought Arsenal looked pretty good. Um, I'm speaking... Yeah, I, I was speaking to my dad last night and he he reckons Arsenal could be dark horses this season. What do you think of that? Oh, definitely. I, I don't know. I, dark horses for what? Top four or to win? Uh, not to win, to, 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 to get top four. Definitely. Oh, that, yeah, that, yeah, prob- possibly. To win, no. I don't think, no, I don't dark think they're going to win. I mean, they haven't had any crazy results, really. They haven't had any huge wins or losses. They've sort of just been getting those two nils, one nils. I think... I think the thing is, though, looking at how they played against Liverpool, for example, yeah. I think mm-hmm. that showed Arsenal still have a long way to go. They've yeah. they've done well again. They're winning games now. Last season they weren't winning. They, beat, they should have been winning. Yeah. So they beat. Now they the beat next the step is to West Ham. They beat the, the teams West that they should be beating. They beat the teams like Sheffield, but yeah, yeah. yeah. 
They're more consistent. Which is more than some of the other teams. Yeah, but they're not amazing. But they're just getting they're just getting their consistency and just looking more solid. Yeah, I suppose Bamiyang's had a bit of a slow start to the season than he probably would have liked. Yeah, but that's not uncommon. Last season, I think he had a slow start as well, didn't he? Yeah, possibly. I, I can't remember, to be honest. But um, it's, it's a better Arsenal team they have at the moment. Um, I think I'll They've got a lot of positives as well. A lot of young players who are starting to show, like Saka, excellent yeah, I'm young a, player. Yeah, I'm a fan of Saka. Yeah. Maitland-Niles uh, is starting a Conte game. That's why in that game, do you think Arsenal should have been awarded a penalty for Kyle Walker's high boot? Or if you saw that? I don't know. I think it should have been. A penalty. We've seen penalties given for that. For yeah, but we. Th- this is a this is a weekend where we've seen awful calls, Stephen. So I don't know yes. anymore. <laughs> there's, there's plenty of calls that should have went that didn't. Um, uh, yeah, uh, it's it's a tough one at the moment because the one thing you. you I, I, I honestly I I have seen it, but I can't remember when I saw it. Um, isn't it? It's a high bit, but isn't it? The Arsenal players come down as well. Like he's put his head down. I think it's the balls, think... but the balls up in the air. I think Gabriel's gone to head of it, and Carl Walker's put his boot up. Yeah, but if, Ga- if Gabriel's ball. jumped up to do it, if Gabriel's mm. like crouched down to head the ball, then it, they wouldn't roll it a high boot because he's bent. I, to, I have to, to say, it. I, in, in general, I'm not a big fan of like big high boot uh, decisions. I, I think um, to some extent, people are always going to go for the ball, and they always have the right to go for the ball. And sometimes I don't think. Well, I think I, it I depends. I benefit of the doubt. I, th- I think if they've made contact with someone's head, yeah. then it's a red. If, if it's a high boot, but they've missed the person's head, yeah. I think that's a warning. But And I think, I also think it depends how it's, so like if a player's jumped to get a ball and another player's jumped with his boot out, then yes, absolutely. But if it's the defender's like kind of like ducked his head to head the ball and a player's went to kick it, mm. I don't see how that can be real to high boot. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think the person has to be standing or jumping, like standing straight. It's definitely one of those things yeah. where 50% of the time you'll see it given and 50% of the time you won't. It's yeah. one of those situations. Definitely. It's safe to say at the moment, City, um, they're still not really blowing the world away, are they? Not the way a lot of people thought they would, but I had a feeling this would happen. I, I, don't th- I think City's team looks better on paper than it actually is. Mm. I want me is. I mean- I think Ederson's prone to a few errors every now and again. I think yeah. the defence, the centre-backs aren't as great as they may seem. I think they're lo- like Aguero, losing Aguero to injury and then also um, David Silva hasn't looked brilliant. Oh, I know David Silva's uh, gone, that, so that's what David I meant. David Silva hasn't looked brilliant. <laughs> yeah, da- David Silva's gone. Sorry, I apologise. That's what I meant to say. I said the wrong thing. Sterling <laughs> is inconsistent as well. Sometimes Sterling's one of the best players in the league. Sometimes he's invisible. Yeah, I mean, uh, he, he's, he has been scoring goals for them this season so far, um, I'd mm-hmm. say. But he um, did two years ago. He was incredible. Then last year, he was yeah. consistent. Yeah. Uh, De Bruyne obviously was missing for the game. Um, which, But I mean, at the end of the day, City still picked up the three points and it was three points they definitely needed after drawing to Leeds oh, yeah, and absolutely. Leicester. Um, so you, I give, you'll give that to them. I mean, Arsenal's never going to be the easiest of games. No. Um, so they got that going for uh, for them, and then obviously next game they have um, West Ham away, which could I mean the way it's been going could be tough for them. <laughs> yeah, it's a grenade. The Arsenal drop got Leicester as well. Is Guardiola washed? No, no, no. I think it's I think that'd be harsh. I I, I don't think so. I think they I, I 
do I think Guardiola's um, as much into managing City as he was three years ago? Probably not. I think I, I was surprised he didn't leave this summer, to be honest. I thought, but I, I think maybe he would have left if it weren't for I, the world circumstances. That, but I also think as well how how he lost the league this year, considering how yeah. great Man City have been. I think if he'd left then for the rest of his career, it'd just be, oh, you ran away, you ran away. So I think part of him realised, I have to stick this out and try and go yeah. again. I mean, I, I, I still wouldn't pull it past Guardiola leaving at the end of next summer. Yeah, I think that's potentially like it. Just where would he go? Well, he's every, like right now. There's Absolutely. no jobs. Mm. I don't know. I mean, it's Juventus have just brought in a new manager. Inter I mean, have got. Well, it's the thing. If he goes Italy, he'll either go to Juve or into Milan. Uh, it depends. One, how Perlo does. So oh, they've had a great AC Milan have had a good start to the season so far, and they're looking really good. So I'm I'm just thinking though, Juve and Inter they have a bit more money than they see at the moment, don't they? And Guardiola likes to go where he's going to get funds. I think if AC Milan could afford the funds, I think that'd be a great one for him to go to because if he could build up AC Milan back to the former glory, he, like there's nothing you can really say to him. If he did what Klopp did with Liverpool, instead of going to the team that's top in that league already, pretty much. Yeah, it's true. But uh, like you say, at the moment, they've won four out of four. So <laughs> early days. But yeah, no, they are looking good. Ibrahimovic has been good as well for them, isn't he? Um, but moving on then, in that case, we'll come back to the Premier League. Uh, let's talk more in depth about Liverpool versus Everton. Definitely the most controversial <sighs> game of the weekend, wouldn't you say, Ant? Yes. Yes, I would. I'm, okay, there's three. There's three big takeaways from this game. The offside call for the disallowed goal at the end. Yeah, frustrating because I genuinely can't see how he's offside. I think they've used his elbow, and I'm confused now how elbows count. If but then yeah, that's something we see given and take away from teams countless times. So that one is frustrating. But at the end of the day, that is what it is. The Pickford challenge on Van Dyke, and just the officiating in general. I think VAR is a joke. I think they've not got good enough refs in the league and entirely. I think the refereeing in England has gotten worse and worse and worse as the years go on. I don't get how someone who's been suspended for poor calls in, in the VAR booth can be in there again for a big game and miss, once again, very important calls. David Cook didn't said it wasn't a red card when... Celso nearly injured was it Aspilicueta? Yeah. Nearly nearly broke his leg, no red card, got into trouble for that call because it's a bad call. And he does the exact same thing here with Pickford and Van Dyke. Originally it was, it wasn't even checked, so people got annoyed, and then suddenly it was oh it was checked, they just decided it wasn't a red card. So what one was it? Was it checked? And then they said they didn't check it? Or was it not checked and they're now lying to cover themselves? I think refs are far too protected. I'm not I understand they've got a difficult job, but if they make mistakes, they need to be held accountable because otherwise they've got free license to do whatever they want to do. And I think yeah. that's a problem. I think if refs are actually held to a standard, less of these mistakes would happen. It almost feels now like they're deliberately telling them to make bad calls so they can bin VAR because that's the only logical out, like, way I can see this. How the hell that challenge on Van Dyke, regardless if he's offside or not, because the rules don't apply there, 
The rules still dictate if it's serious foul play. Cause it isn't violent conduct because it's technically on the ball. So mm. serious foul play doesn't matter. It's a card. Same way that you see players get sent off at halftime for trying to talk to the ref. Same with managers. Same with players after the game. Like, how can you be booked for taking your shirt off when celebrating, even if the goal's yep. in disallowed, but you're not sent off for a tackle like that? Awful, awful decision. And that, I don't think Pickford's done it maliciously, obviously. I think he's come out and tried to make himself look big. But leading with his feet, doing that to Van Dyke, he should be punished. The fact that he hasn't been is just disgraceful. Like, I know on this podcast and in general, people like to take the piss out of Liverpool. But in this instance, I think Liverpool fans are totally and 100% justified in their anger at this. This was an absolute disaster class in how not to referee a game. It was absolutely atrocious, the calls. Um, both of the offsides weren't offside. Let's just put that out there. That They weren't offside. Um, yeah, Van Dijk was apparently offside by his arm, Mane by his elbow. I don't understand. Can ridiculous. someone please explain to me what's onside and what's offside now? I think Mane's I fingernail was offside for the final goal. I, I thought like, I knew that what offsides were. Apparently, I don't. This is one of the few times I'm actually like, Liverpool fans, you're totally right to be pissed here. You're 100% justified. <laughs> and, you know, it kind of pains me to say it, but it's true. It was Liverpool were absolutely robbed of the three points and there's really no other argument. But yeah, so, I mean, the the offside one is just it, it is what it is nowadays. No, nobody knows what the fine margins are anymore. They don't know if it's like everybody's got their own interpretation of what part of your body counts and what part doesn't count. When exactly. It comes Look, when it comes to like other forms of the sport of sports that have a virtual assistance refereeing, the NFL, mm. NBA, rugby. They've all got it. It all works extremely well. They all use yeah. it. In a, unless it's clear and obvious, they do not overturn it. Okay? Mm-hmm. So was Manny clear and obviously offside? No, because they've had to use his yeah. bloody elbow. So okay. don't overturn it. If he's a foot off, yes. If it's his head, yes. But why his elbow being off, offside has any impact? And I still don't actually think he His legs are like very clearly like onside. The thing, the frame they've used, the ball's still on, like it's still on Tiago's foot. So what about the next frame over when it's finally leaving his foot? Yeah, you know I mean, like, why have they've used that frame? It's obviously I'm not going to go. All refs have got it out for us because I don't think that's the case. I think refereeing is just abhorrent in this league right now. Uh, it's not Anthony Taylor when he plays Chelsea. <laughs> if. If now VAR is where the important cause to be made, why are the better referees on the pitch and the weaker ones in the truck? But but this is the thing. Um, when you're an official at this level, it shouldn't be about who's a better referee. All of them should be qualified enough to take the role. You'd of like any, to think of, so. <laughs> you'd like to think so, yeah. Um, well, the, I, I don't, the, the I don't think that's the answer. No, I know, but... The thing is, like, if that's the th- if the fear calls are what is make is making or breaking games, you need to have the best of the best in those trucks. And David Cook, the referee that was there that day, was is not. He is awful. Mm. And unless the in like the last like when was the when was the Tottenham Chelsea game? February. Um, yes, it would have been around that time, maybe January. Yeah. Uh, but okay, yeah. so let, let's say about ten in ten months, he has made three abhorrent, like, career-awful calls. Yeah. 
Aspilicueta's career could have been ended. Van Dyke's mm-hmm. career could have been ended. You know, I think Van Dyke got away lucky from that challenge. That offside, he's, he, I think they genuinely warped the lines. Hmm. But this, this is the thing, though. Do you think the reason it wasn't given is because they, they have already flagged the... Okay, I, I, obviously, I know it's a serious foul play. It, it, it is a red card. It should, it should have been a red card. I want to put that out there. Um, but do you think the reason they haven't given it is because they've gone for it being null and, thought, and, null and void because the offside's no. already been given? Before? No. Because the reason why is Ricardson's tackle on Thiago happened after the re- referee blew his whistle for a foul just before it. Yeah. So if that's the argument, then Ricardson shouldn't have been sent off because it was after the referee stopped, so it was null and void. Mm. So clearly he thought, they thought the Ricardson tackle on Thiago was awful, which it was. So he's been sent yeah. off. Good, because Ricardson is an awful, awful person. Um, chats a bunch <laughs> of shit. Chats a bunch of he's shit. He's been bigging him up over the duration of this podcast. You love oh, he's a, he, No, no. He's a good he's player. Played, he's he's a good, No, but he's a good player. Yeah. He's a trash person. He's, the, he's Everton's Luis Suarez. And the fact is, he chats this. He, I genuinely think he went in deliberately there to try and break Thiago's leg. Pickford, I'm, pre- I'm confident it wasn't malicious. Mainly for no, the fact Pickford, Pickford stopped Henderson after the game to tell him to apologise to Van Dijk on his behalf because yeah. Van Dijk had already left the arena. Mm-hmm. Pickford knew he'd messed up there. I still don't think yeah. that means he doesn't, shouldn't be red carded. I just think it means... Like, Pickford, no, you don't deserve any death threats you're getting. Rickarlson obviously doesn't serve them either, but I hope Rickarlson steps on Lego for the rest of his life every day when he expects it. <laughs> That's what he deserves. Step on Lego every day of his life. Yeah. But, like, see, Calvert-Lewin, brilliant player. Everton, twice behind, twice came back. Some might argue they deserved a point. I think Liverpool deserved to win that game. I think they had won that game. The referees took it away from them. I think Liverpool now are in a difficult spot with Van Dijk gone. I do not think it means suddenly they're oh they're over. They've got no chance of winning the league. So I think if Gomez when Gomez steps up, he's good, right? When Gomez is yep. on form, he's very good. The problem is he's not been on form recently. Matic yep. when he's fit is also excellent. And Fabinho has been very good at centre back position this season so far. I think those three, as long as they can stay focused will keep the ship steady as long as Allison is behind them. Allison's likely to be back by the end of this month, thank God. Because yeah. Adrian is worse than Mignolet. At the time of recording, um, Liverpool start off their Champions League campaign tonight against Ajax away. How do you feel about that game tonight? I don't know. I don't know. Ajax aren't exactly as strong as they were a couple of seasons ago. They've had their team kind of robbed mm. twice. So... I don't know because it depends what how Liverpool feel their team. I know for a fact Adrian will be in goal. I know yep. for a fact Gomez will be starting. Uh, and I really didn't want Gomez to start for a while after his game against Villa, but we've not got cha- choice now. <laughs> Gomez needs to step up now. Matt and Gomez need to stay fit and step up. Same with I. I trust Fabinho at centre back. I know people go, yep. oh, he's not centre back, but he showed in the Chelsea. No, I think he's always done all right. Yeah. yeah, he's good there. He can do it. The thing is, I, me and my, my family have always had the belief that if Allison gets injured, it's okay because Van Dyke's there. If Van Dyke gets injured, it's okay because Allison's there. Having them both injured is the problem. And Allison needs to get fit as well because he's been injured a lot over the last year. He's had three injuries. The longest was only eight weeks. 
but they're still longer. They, they're still eight weeks you don't want your keeper to be gone. So hopefully they fix that. I still think Liverpool will be okay. I don't, looking at the way they're challenged, they're all the challengers are competing, I still don't see why Liverpool can't win the league. But I do think now they need to shape up because they've lost their star man, the one player you did not want to lose. I am... Mm. What do you guys think of the game on a whole? I know we talked about the calls and the officiating. What do you th- is VAR done now? I know we keep talking about it, but it's like genuinely, are we now just wanting VAR gone as quickly as possible? Or It's not going to happen because the referees, I don't know, they just seem to have like this immunity to everything. It's like they're, they, they're never held accountable. And yeah. I don't think they will ever be. Like, I just think the referees just seem to look out for each other and don't seem to criticise each other or punish each other. Yeah. Uh, it's, it just seems like really corrupt, to be honest. I mean, I don't, uh, maybe that's a bit too strong of a word, but that's what it seems You're like. You're right, almost. though. You're right, though. They're no, almost um, untouchable. I, at the end of the day, it's the, it's the teams that fought on VAR being in the league. The real, they, they wanted to go on after last season, and it was, okay, it was the first season. We'll tweak it a bit, and we'll try again. I don't think VAR in and of itself it's is the problem. Worse. I don't think they are in in and of itself is the problem. I think it's the referees that are making the decisions, which is the. Problem. I agree. I agree. But if unless you're going to just bend all the referees and get no ones in, hmm. then there's no point. You're just best getting rid of it because it creates less hassle. And let's be, there's been more calls that are incorrect with, with regards to VAR, like really minuscule offside calls. There were issues beforehand. Like, at least from my, my point of view, I feel that, yes, okay, every now and again, you got a poor call from an assistant referee for a goal that was allowed, even though a player was offside. It's disappointing. It's annoying. But every, it happens to every team. So you just kind of went, okay, because we're going to get it eventually, right? Mm-hmm. People are more annoyed now about the VAR calls than they ever were about poor calls with, when it comes to offsides. Because most of the time, they were human mistakes. They weren't, like, minuscule, minuscule like that. Because that's more annoying. And I think the best... But have we now opened Pandora's box and we can't go back? No, I think you can go back. I think you just bin it. You go back to where the game was before. I I don't think it's that difficult. So you you would get rid of VAR altogether? At this point, yeah. It's ruining the league. I think... Yeah, it's tough. I I think the the main thing for me... um, The main thing for me is that I think when it comes to tight off cycles, I think there's got to be benefit of the doubt to the attacking player. Yeah, but they're not giving it. If they're not giving yeah. it, it's just easier to get rid of it instead of going, oh, no, you need to. Because they'll still get it wrong. You know they will. If you're having to spend five minutes getting out those little dotted lines to figure it out, then just don't bother. Don't bother with That's it. That's my just, point. If, if you have yeah. to do it that, that closely, it's the onside. And yeah. everyone agrees. Ian Wright agrees. Jamie Carragher agrees. Gary Neville agrees. Martin Tyler agrees. Gary that Lineker agrees. agrees. My point is, every voice in this sport Firstly, all agreed about Pickford being sent off. All agreed about how the hell's Manny offside. Thirdly, they all agree VAR is ruining the game. They all agree it's ruining the league. Every week, we, we are talking about poor VAR decisions. We're talking about VAR decisions more than we're talking about the actual teams at this point. But can't you just say we've always been talking about poor refereeing decisions, even before VAR? Yeah, but it was, it was different though, Stephen. It was different. No, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I know you played devil's advocate, but it was different. It was because it, now and then it was poor calls where a player was a foot offside. You were annoyed about it, but it, it happened to everyone. Now it is, oh look, he is one point five millimeters offside. His toenail is offside. 
His you know, a bit of his hair has fallen out and it's offside. His his bloody elbows offside, fingernails offside. One of the yeah. letters of a tattoo on his arm is offside. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is it won't be like, like we've seen armpits be given for offside I'm like, how, have you ever seen anyone score a goal with their armpits I haven't Anthony would you be disannoyed if it wasn't featuring Liverpool maybe not as annoyed but I'd still <laughs> be annoyed that was a harsh question from me I, I just really want, I, well, I, I just thought you, you're, you're having a no, 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 moment I want to just I want to blow no, you over the top no but it's true though like if yeah. it was if it was Chelsea and Chelsea had Timo Werner have nearly have his leg broken and then that offside call you'd be just as angry, Matt. Yes, it's happened to my team, but I'm angry about VAR in general. I've been angry about it for a while. I and this, what, um, this was this game because it wasn't just one offside call; it was so many bad decisions. It was too I much. Tell you what, it's, it's really screwed up my prediction at the start of the season that um, Virgil Van Dijk would win Player of the Year. So that's a shame as well. <laughs> Well, I mean, my pick of Raheem Sterling isn't looking much better right now. No, I picked the corner, didn't I? If, can I, can I change I mine? Based on, on, based on that, recent performance, Calvert-Lewin's going to win. Okay, uh, on the basis that Van Dijk is injured, can I now change my uh, prediction? Nope. Okay. No, 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 we'll allow <laughs> it, we'll allow it. No, we'll allow it. It's a season-ending injury. If it happens to anyone, you get to change, okay? But okay, you can only I do change. Well, how many? I mean, I was going to say once, but then obviously the player you pick also gets a season-long injury. But if you could, then, then I can change because we've had unlucky. the benefit of looking at the players. Well, no, so no, no, because no, Sterling's yeah, still fit. Good. There's still thirty odd games, Stephen. Okay. Yeah, I'll but let, let's see who's okay. okay. Like, yeah, like, but I made my position based on not seeing anyone play. <laughs> no, but no, but Stephen, he he's seen them over five <laughs> games. There's thirty-eight in the season. In the season. <laughs> You can still I get a kind of general idea if he's going to be good after five games. All right. Yeah, so but then what? they could be shit. Stephen, if Sterling <laughs> goes on a record of scoring 20 goals in 20 games, then he's going to win. Okay, do you know he what? He still could do that. I'm just going to tell you who my prediction is. If you want me to keep it, that's up to you. But I'm just going to say Hugh Minson. And then... Bro, that's fine. I think like. that's a fair prediction. I don't think it'll be him, but I think... <laughs> because Son is always under the radar. He isn't going to win it because he's not the big player at Tottenham. He could score more goals than Harry Kane and Harry Kane would still win it. Yeah, okay, okay. Fair, Harry Kane has added a lot of assists to his game this year. Exactly. But when he's, he's like... Looking start, good. If, if, if it was 18 games in, or 20, if it was 20 games in, your player got one. injured... If you if your player got injured, I'd be okay. Maybe not then, because you've seen the majority. Of you, but it's five, six games in. You know, yeah. I love it. That's all I'm saying. If we're playing for money, I'll be a bit more defensive. But as it's just for fun, whatever. I'm not really that bothered. But do you think we're uh, all uh, unemployed? We've got no money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so technically employed. On that note, if anybody wants to give us money, uh, if they really enjoyed our podcast, then that's fine. Uh, Matt, no, Perry will set, Matt Perry will um, set up a Patreon, and you can see some exclusive content if you. Send him some money. Yeah. It's like an only fan. Yeah. Um, And also, would you say Van Dyke is the one player you didn't want to get injured at Liverpool? Well, yes. Yeah. If Mane gets injured, we have Jota. Not great, but we still have him. And we still have Salah. We still have Firmino. If one of the midfielders have got injured, not Thiago, because Thiago is my new favourite player of all time after that performance. But with Van Dijk injured, you've got Gomez and Matip who are not on the same level. I love them. I think when they're on form, they're great, but they're not Van Dijk. 
So yeah, I do think Van Dijk's one who you don't want to get injured. It is going to be interesting to see what happens to Liverpool without their main man at the back for the rest of the season. That's for sure. Okay, everybody, um, we've had a breather. Ant's taken a step and step to calm himself. Calm down, breathe in and out. Now we're going to go on to our next round of Premier League fixtures predictions. But first, Anthony, uh, obviously we didn't have a podcast last week, but let everyone know how badly do? I beat them this week. Oh, oh spoilers! Okay. And <laughs> tell us how we did. So, because we didn't have a podcast last week, we each sent predictions in to the our WhatsApp group. <laughs> I'm not going to go through what each person predicted. Or should I? Should I tell everyone what our predictions were, or just the final scores? I think I, th- I think just go straight into it. Okay. So, and as we know, I I won last season's and I won the first round of this season. So I'm two 0 up. In the new set of result predictions, in last place, in joint second place, Matt and I, with four points each, um, we didn't get a single <sighs> score right, thanks to referees, <laughs> on my behalf, but um, I digress. Um, in first place is Stephen with 11 points. So he got three right scores, and then Bathed two in my right glorious winners. presence. Oh, I mean, you need you need the refs to help you with the first one there, Stephen. Though. Oh man, we've Thank got you, a, we've got a long way to come back, Ant, and we've only got one week to do it, maybe two. No, wait. I thought we were now changing it. Okay, never mind. Oh, I don't know. You tell me. You, you, look, you're, we'll you're just go. Master. We'll just go. We'll just we'll just go with it. We'll see. We're, because I, we're I tried really to do September to... originally, and then it was no. We'll just do it till this. So it's fine. Look, I'm happy with whatever you think. Um, but what I do know is that we really need Stephen to screw up this week, quite frankly, because he's kind of mugging us off right now. I think I've been pretty sensible this uh, this week. I don't think I've got any ridiculous predictions. I mean, some may be a little bit, you know, impossible, but I don't think I've got anything crazy. Okay. Well, other than that, let's, let's start. So, uh, the first game of the week will be on Friday night. It'll be Aston Villa versus Leeds United. Anthony. I've gone for 2-1 to Villa. I think Leeds will still score, but Villa will continue on the good run of form. So Don't know who's going to score, but yeah, Villa to you're win 2-1. So you're going Villa to get five out of five in the Premier League? Right now, yeah. Right. They beat Leicester, they beat Liverpool. Why can't they beat Leeds? Absolutely. No, I agree. It's just, uh, it's just meant we'll see how well Villa are doing. Stephen, what do you think? Um, I think Villa have got to slip up eventually. And Leeds... You know what? Again, they've had sort of a mixed start, but you know what? They've looked decent. So I'm going to say, I don't think Villa are going to lose, but I don't think they'll win either. So I'm going to say one all. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, my thinking behind this was, I don't think Le- Leeds have looked terrible as well. Um, but then again, you know, Villa have, uh, have, have started well. Uh, but I'm gonna go two all. I'm gonna go two all. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this is the first game of Villa we're gonna drop points. Just because it just seems right that they'll beat all these teams like Liverpool and then they'll just go and drop points to someone like Leeds. So yeah, I'm going two all. Next game. Saturday, twelve thirty kickoff, West Ham versus Man City. Stephen. Oh like I've got my prediction I've got predi- my prediction here that I've done. I've got Man City to win, but I'm Right now, rethinking that a bit. Do I want to go a bit spicy? That's the question. West Ham, they've been playing well recently against decent teams. And Man City, even though they won against Arsenal, 
it didn't look that good. Oh, you know what? Screw it. I'm ahead, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna be bold. I'm gonna say <laughs> two nil to West Ham. Two nil to West nil. Ham. Bloody hell. Nil. Hey mate, sometimes you've got to do that. Like me when I said Villa to beat Liverpool three two. Anthony, what do you reckon? I've gone the complete opposite way. I think despite Man City's poor start, they will show up to this game with determined to prove a point. West Ham have been beating decent teams. So I have City to win 4-2. We're going to finally see Guardiola's City show up. Yeah, my, initial prediction, my original prediction was 3-1 to City. But I don't know, I just had a little change of heart. I still have West Ham scoring. I still think they'll score. I don't think City's defence is really that strong to prevent that. Mm. But I think City should have too much going forward this game. So, yeah, um, so I am going to go for Stephen's original result, and that is Man City to win 3-1. Um, I know West Ham are doing well, um, and fair play to them, but I feel like this is the time where City do need... I mean, City have to get three points, basically. Um, and they'll probably do some sort of defensive error. West Ham will... Antonio will score from or someone. But yeah, I'll go 3-1 to Man City. Um, next up, we have possibly the most boring game of the weekend. Fulham versus Crystal Palace. Possibly. It's a London derby. But, um, I mean, we do have Brighton freeze West Brom and Burnley freeze Spurs coming up as well. Yeah, that's true. Um, but still, <laughs> uh, Crystal Palace, one of the main things so far Crystal Palace this season is they have had really bad possession stats. Um, and, I mean, if, if there's any team where they need to pick up the, better, <laughs> pick up the ball more, it's Fulham. Um, but I don't know. I think I think Palace might be slightly going down a slope at the moment, and I'm going to go for one all Fulham Palace. I'm going to go one all. Uh, Anthony, I'm going to go one nil to Palace. Not much to it. I think it's going to be a dull game. But I think Palace is going to edge it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a bit less confident in Fulham than you are. I'm going to say two nil to Palace. Yeah, play. Not much to say about that. Um, it's just going to be a pretty dull game. Yeah. No, yeah, cool. Um, maybe the biggest game of the weekend next. Ooh, Possibly. I don't remember that. Oh, no, what, what do you reckon? Is Arsenal-Leicester? Yeah. <laughs> um, Honestly, yeah. So, yeah. Okay, half-five kickoff on Saturday. Man United versus Chelsea. Um, I'm still kind of come back and forth on this one, so I'm going to let you go first, Anthony. I think Chelsea are going to win this one 3-1. I don't think United will look brilliant. I mean, I know they won against Newcastle, but three of their goals came in the last 10 minutes. Um... I think Chelsea, Furnace finally started scoring. Havertz looked better. Um, and also, Man United's defence is not great. So, 3-1. I know Chelsea's defence isn't great either, but United's... This is a really hard one to call, because last time United and Chelsea played at Old Trafford, it was a 4-0 win to United. But yeah. um, I think Chelsea will win this one, 3-1. Um, one of the problems I've got is that Chelsea are now coming off the back of a 0-0 with Seville. United are coming off the back of beating PSG away 2-1, which is obviously a very good result for them. Um, oh, I, I, I want to give the benefit of the doubt to Chelsea. I don't really want to bet against them. Um, again, this game could go either way, but I'm going to give myself the kiss of death. And I'm going to say 2-1 to Chelsea. Man United's home record so far has been pretty shocking. I think most of their wins have come away, haven't they? Let's pretty sure they have. United um, beat Newcastle away. They lost to Tottenham 6 1 at home. They, they lost, lost to Palace to, at they, home. They beat Brighton away 3 2, and then, yeah, they lost to Palace at home 3 1. So, so based yeah, on that, so they, they've yet to win at home. 
So based on that, I think Chelsea, I think because of their new sponsor, they're obligated to score three goals. So okay. I'm going to go three, two to Chelsea. I think you made that joke before. Yeah, no, and it still counts though, don't it? Um, okay, that's interesting. So everybody's going for Chelsea to beat United. Um, if it was away, still... if it was at the bridge, I'd maybe say a draw. But I yeah, think I've st- been terrible at home, so. I'm still pretty scared of the game, to be honest, um, especially mm. with our defence. And you know, I think I think it's a game that ways. could. I honestly think this game could be anything from three 0 to United to like three 0 to Chelsea. What I means I think yeah. either team could win this game by a large margin, or it could be a draw, or it could be a high. You know, I mean, I, I think this game is because both teams' defences are so unpredictable. So with the way um, Liverpool season is going at the moment, and the fact that um, they really need some sort, they they need a win, they need a big easy game. Um, and it looks like they've potentially got that. Liverpool are at home to Sheffield United on Saturday in the evening time. Stephen, what do you reckon? Obviously, Liverpool, they've had a bad start, but maybe they could have been a bit better. We're still top four. I mean, we're still top yeah, four. Yeah. The, only, the only disappointing result is the filler game. What I mean is, 2-2 to Everton with the way they're playing. If you told what, me before, what I was about to say before you rudely interrupt me, Anthony, was that oh, the, team, oh. the games they've lost, I'm pretty, uh, the game they lost was to an informed Villa team. They drew to an inform Everton team. And now they're coming up against a Sheffield team, which has been, let's face it, they've been shit this season. They've been rubbish. So I Awful. fully expect Liverpool to dominate the game, get an easy dub. So I'm going to say 3-0 to Liverpool. Let's see what Liverpool's defence is like. Um, it'll be interesting tonight to see uh, how they do against Ajax. But I mean, if there's any team Liverpool want to play at the moment, it's Sheffield. <laughs> so I'm going to go 4-1 to Liverpool. I've gone for 3-1 to Liverpool. I think they'll be angry and they'll come out and they'll score three goals before half-time and Sheffield will get one in the second half um, because Adrian will be in goal and we want a fan dyke. So I doubt any Liverpool keeper is going to be winning the Golden Glove this year. Um, So yeah, 3-1 to Liverpool. A little side note, but who do you think is going to win the Golden Glove? Just one out of this conversation. Um... It's not going to be Pickford. No, I'm joking. No. Uh, it's not going to be Pickford. Because he's trash. Edward Mendy? No, I'm joking. Nah. <laughs> it could be Edison. Um, it could be a weird it could, one. It, honestly, it could be Emiliano Edison. Martinez. It could be... It could be Maybe. It, it could be, yeah, but Martinez, that'd be... It could be Sam Johnston, you know, West Brom. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I think... To be honest, I still think Alisson could get it once he's back. Because I don't... I. Well, I mean, is well, I don't Leno? know. I think Leno's a bit of a... Leno, Leno's in with a shout now, to be honest, but Arsenal defence is still bad. I suppose Burnley are going to have a lot of nil-nil, so Nick Pope's got to be out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think there's going to be a lot more uh, both teams to score games this season than probably any other season. So, you know. <laughs> well, I, th- I, th- um, I think 10 clean sheets will be enough to win it this year as opposed to 15. I think you're probably right. Um, so, moving on from the red side of Merseyside to the blue side of Merseyside, even though they're actually away down the south coast. Yeah, can south I, can I just say something with regards to Everton? Everton. The, one thing, the one thing last <laughs> week showed to me is there is no club or fan base that have got as big a Napoleon complex as Everton. They have the, I know it's oxymoron, but the biggest Napoleon complex, small club who think they're bigger than they are. Uh, so, I think you're talking about Leeds there. I no, think it's very tough because Napoleon was Everton. a very good war leader. <laughs> yeah, but he had a complex because he was about four foot tall. Yeah. Well, Sorry, guys, give me a second. Man syndrome. 
Guys, give me that a second. That might not be completely true. Um, if One you second. studied the pony, yeah, I, I, I get that. Yep. I'm just going to keep talking anyway. If you're, uh, if you studied the pony Bonaparte like I did at A level, uh, then you'd know that I'm he sure. was actually average height um, for the people back in them days. Yeah, well, he's short on modern standards, but. Well, well actually, how tall was he? Is he tall? Was he tall? I think than he was, me, must have been like five foot five or five foot six. Uh, Napoleon height. Napoleon height. It was in between. He's like in the middle of the five foot range, like five foot, and then in the middle. If he's five foot inches. five, we're laughing. Daniel Radcliffe, did you know, is five foot five? That's Brendan mental, Rogers is five foot three. Brendan Rogers is five foot three. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. That's mad. The Pony Boat Party was one point six eight meters. So yeah, that's about what five five. Five Probably. six. I'm one point eight two or one point eight four. Sorry, and that's just yeah, about six foot. I'm about 1.74. So, yeah, I'd say it's about 5.6, maybe. Yeah. So, you know, that's respectable height for a war leader. Probably not, actually. No, it's not. Is it? For the time, I mean, that was probably a fairly normal height. Yeah. It's not like it was 5 foot 2 or something. Yeah, as we were saying before, Anthony started his scathing attack on Everton. Uh, it's Southampton versus Everton. Stephen, what do you reckon? Um, honestly, I don't see anything other than an Everton win for this game. Uh, Southampton, they haven't been awful, but. I mean, come on, they're not brilliant. So I'm going to say 3-1 to Everton. Yeah, uh, Southampton are coming off of a three-all draw with Chelsea. Good point for them. Means they'll go and lose to Everton. 2-0 Everton. Anthony? I think this will be 2-1 to Everton. I think You're Napoleon... Still expecting well, that things go. Um, yeah, I think, I think Southampton will get a goal because I don't think Everton's defence is, 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 is good enough, realistically. I do think, however, Everton won't score as many as we've seen because they are without Rickarsson for a couple of games now. Good riddance. So, I think Calvert-Lewin is still going to continue his run of form, get a goal, and I think there'll be another goal by... I think out there front three, I think he's probably the least important. He's still important, though. He still does yeah. quite a bit. Yeah. But, um, and they'll still be missing him. Um, but I still think one of the goals will come from a corner or something, and I think Calvert-Lewin will get a goal. So. He always does. Michael oh. Keaton's, I think, their second, third goal scorer, like in from yeah. corners. So that sounds really bad. There, it just sounds like I've shattered Wolves for no apparent reason. <laughs> Wolves versus Newcastle. Anthony, back to you. Two 0 to Wolves. I think Newcastle are not looking brilliant. I know they've had a couple of good results, but I think Steve Bruce will be under fire soon. I think Wolves are a class above them. So yeah, two 0 I'm also going to yeah, say they, 2 0. Uh, yeah, they lost to. Um, well, they beat Burnley. They lost to United. And I think they lost to Southampton, didn't they? Might be I wrong. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, no, I'm also going to go. Yeah, I've, I've got to go 2 0 Wolves as well. <laughs> but just... I could see this being a 0 0 potentially. I definitely could mm. see I think that. Wolves have got too much power going forward. I think Jimenez, Adama. Yeah, I think likely it's going to be a Wolves win, but I could definitely. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a nil-nil. Let's just say that. That's fair. Yeah. Um, okay, so the real big game of the weekend, if you're Anthony. Arsenal versus Leicester on Sunday at 7.15. I am going to go... I think there's going to be goals in this. I think Arsenal are going to win this. I think Arsenal are going to win this 3-2. Um, and I think Aubameyang will probably get his first of the season. Stephen, what do you reckon? 
I also reckon Arsenal will win by one goal, but I won't say it'll be as many goals. So I'm going to say 2-1 to Arsenal, but I think it could go the other way too. But I think Arsenal are going to win this. Because I think this is a game between two closely matched sides, going forward they've got a lot, in defence not as much. Um, I've gone for 2 well. I think Arsenal will be leading, but I think Leicester will manage to get a point in the last 10 minutes of the game. So yeah, 2 all. Fair. Two more games. First we go back down to the south coast, to the average town of Brighton, who play West Brom. Anthony, kick us off. 1-0 to Brighton. 1-0 yep. to Brighton. Yeah. Yeah, I think Brighton have been very good, despite what the results say. I think Lamptey's been class. I think Mopai's been decent. So yeah, 1-0. It's going to be a scrappy 1-0. Don't watch this, unless you're a Brighton fan or a West Brom fan. <laughs> Imagine paying £15 for this game. Oh. Well, um, I mean, you, you've both put 1-0, so it's only right. I put 2-1 to Brighton. Really? I think, yeah. I mean, look, Brighton have deserved more than... I, mean, I, was, I was even tempted to go 0-0, to be honest, but I do think... Brighton, I mean, I Brighton, just... have, Brighton have been scoring. It's not like they're not yeah. scoring. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think I just West Brom are going to come to this game and sit back. Brighton really deserve something this season. So they, 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 they deserve three points against West Brom, to be honest. So, yeah. 2-1, I'm going for. Uh, Tarek Lamptey assist at some stage. And then our last game of the weekend, the absolute cracker, which is Burnley versus Tottenham. Anthony, take us away. 2-0 to Spurs. Why are we getting all the same bloody scores? Oh. I think Spurs have had a lot going forward in the last few games, obviously. I think Bale might get his first start here. So, yeah, Spurs 2 0. Harry Kane assist. So, I originally did put 2 0, but just because I've, like, we've all had the same predictions for the last couple, I'm going to say 3 0 instead. I think it will be 2 0, but I'm just going to say 3 0 to be different because we've been agreeing too much. Yeah, I think if. Um... If Tottenham hadn't have dropped points to West Ham, I might have had Burnley to get something out of this. Uh, <laughs> on the sole basis, it's Burnley. Um, but I, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go. So Ant's gone two 0 Stim's gone three 0 I'm gonna go one nil to Tottenham. One nil to Tottenham. Very Mourinho score. Yeah. Screw it, Bale to score in the thirty-sixth minute, and then yeah, that'll be it. <laughs> you know what? If Bale scores in the thirty-sixth minute, Matt. Yeah, you get five points for this. Yeah, <laughs> the scenes of that happened. So yeah, Bale thirty-six minute, yeah, in the thirty-sixth minute, <laughs> one nil Tottenham. You get five points if that's the case. Absolute scenes. Well, one of us has got to be Stephen. But I don't but, know. <laughs> but if another player scores afterwards, then no, you don't get five points. It has to be one nil, and Bale's the only one to score in the thirty-sixth minute. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I'll be gutted, but it's fair. Um, so I, would, I, would lo- I would love if Bale did that and you're like chatting so much and then yeah. like the 88th minute Kane scores. <laughs> yeah, 95th minute. <laughs> Ashley Barnes scores. <laughs> oh, the absolute scenes. I'd be so happy and sad. But yeah, um, as I was saying before, I tried to flip that. That is the end of this week's podcast. Anything else anybody wants to say? Uh, tweet the FA and say justice for Van Dyke. No, okay. <laughs> oh my god! The way people are like adding on to it, they're Van Dyke has died or something. They're like send your yeah, condolences. 
the Virgin. No offence, it's, it's the most Liverpool fan thing I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, wow. We've just lost our best player and he didn't even get anything for it. Did you see that guy? That West Ham fan who sent uh, the, he sent you're just a shit Aaron Questwell and he got an email from the bloody Merseyside police yeah, so this saying they're going to investigate it. Place. <laughs> Wait, who did he send that to? The Liverpool Echo. There's like a website <laughs> where you can send a message to to Van Dyke and someone yeah. a West Ham fan, but you're just a shit Aaron Cresswell. <laughs> you're just a shit Aaron Cresswell. And then they replied to him saying, uh, "We don't tolerate this abuse. We're sending your details on to the police." <laughs> oh. <laughs> You oh. don't, you don't mess with a Liverpool. Pickford's had to hide in his house. He's not allowed you out don't... in Liverpool. He'll oh, get no, killed. Course, yeah, He'll, he That's will get I... killed. Yeah, that is, it's, it's a cruel game. Look, why Steven Gerrard didn't come to Chelsea? But less of that um, rumours. <laughs> uh, we shall see you next time on the podcast. Uh, thank you for joining me, Stephen. Thank you for joining me. And you can go and have no your little yoga session now. See you guys later. <laughs>